Okay, hello everybody. Thanks again for joining us for another edition here at Stay Plugged In of SpinCast. Joining us from Indiana today, we have sophomore Max Leininger. Good afternoon, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I am doing fantastic. First off, thank you so much for joining us uh, for another edition here. Obviously, we'd love to get to know a little bit more about you and your role there at the university. So without further ado, if you can just start off telling us a little bit about yourself, A, how you kind of got into the esports world as a player, as a coach, um, where you are today, and we'll start there. Okay, yeah. Um, well, uh, my name is Max. I am a sophomore. I'm actually doing business at IU. And I got involved in the gaming club at the beginning of sophomore year, so I didn't really know about it freshman year. Um, and it's really been an experience for me because I started off um, playing for the B team at IU and then they needed something. So I not only played, but I also managed it. Okay. And then after, uh, after a semester of that, I wanted to play with my friends more so. So I actually founded the third team at IU and we competed in tournaments. We got second place in a you know, an online tournament. And that was, you know, really fulfilling for us because just, we were just trying to have fun to start, you know, but then we actually, you know, went, we didn't go anywhere, but we did practices, you know, yeah. we, uh, we met up, we talked about, you know, strategy and all these things uh, just to improve. And it kind of not only helped us get better at the game, but get closer as friends. Awesome. So I think that, that people, you know, discount sometimes is that when you play games, you're not just playing for yourself. Uh, at least sometimes you're actually building connections with others, which I think is a big part of video games and why it's so prevalent today is that people can feel a connection uh, to others. Yeah. And I think, no. yeah. I'm sorry. I was going to say, yeah, no doubt about it. I think um, the social aspect in terms of how it connects people is so critical. So if you could, you, and it sounds like there was some flexibility there. Obviously, you mentioned you came on in the second team, and then you took it upon yourself to found another team. And it sounds like they mm -hmm. off, obviously started off pretty successful as well. But talk a little bit about those connections, if you will. Obviously, being younger, just getting into the school, now a sophomore, how or what type of impact do you think that has had on you having that ability to be part of that organization? Yeah, I think being a part of something in college especially is important, even in high school. But I think when you go to college, a lot of things that freshmen don't know is that there's so many opportunities. And the first thing that you should do is join a lot of clubs. Like grades are important, of course, you need to keep up your grades. But more than anything, like finding a home away from home at the college is one of the most important things I found to be. So like the, the other thing is you don't have to stay in the club all four years. You can go to some meetings. If you don't like it, you don't have to stay. Like it does take some time to find what you enjoy, but I do think it's worth um, exploring a little bit. So I joined uh, a business frat and then I also joined the gaming club. So uh, within the gaming club, um, I'm kind of only associated with the league side of it. I don't know many other people, but they do have, you know, uh, meetings uh, once a week, I think they used to obviously now because of the lockdown, none, yeah. none of that happened, but we'd have events like we'd have, um, I can't remember what they called it, but it was a huge get together where everyone in the club, uh, they would rent out like basically a gymnasium and we would all 
everyone could bring like their PlayStation, their computers or whatnot, and there'd be like places. And it was just a huge event for um, the gaming club. And now they did one online, obviously, where it's like they just set up tournaments um, online where they'd have special tournament codes for League, for they have Rocket League, they have a CSGO team, um, they have a few others. But there's, there's a lot of uh, different teams. And even if, like, the game that you play, there's not a specific team at IU, like, don't be afraid to actually found one or find people who are interested in that because like IU has like over 40,000 kids. Like there's going to be somebody who plays that game. So it just right. takes, you know, a little bit of digging to find somebody who you can connect with. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And I think the key phrase you said in that is, is you got to try to establish a home away from home. I think most parents, that's what yeah. they look at. What that, that's what they want for their son or daughter is find your pathway, obviously do good in school, <laughs> but also, yeah you know, find your connections there, you know, make those connections early on in the process and it makes it so much easier. And it's just amazing how there are so many different opportunities, but specifically on the gaming side or esports side of things, that's a common one just because, shoot, I'll still play video games. I mean, pretty much everyone at least has tried probably in one way, shape or form at one point. It's just a matter of, as you said, 40,000 students finding that likeness and yeah, putting them all together. Exactly. So that's awesome. So talk a little bit about your competitions and more importantly, when things are normal, and I know you just joined this year, so you probably didn't get a, to see a lot of normal based on this COVID-19. No, yeah, yeah. But what, what, what's your typical routine when you're part of the club or part of a team whether it's a practice schedule wise, how often you yeah. guys compete against others or scrim against others, et cetera. Yeah. So within the league community specifically, I'm sure it's the same within any of the competitive teams is um, there's discords online that have uh, managers basically, and they're just looking for people to scrim against. So when you have mm -hmm. scrimmage games. So what a typical day would look like is let's say, um, we talk amongst ourselves with my team and everyone's free Mondays and Wednesdays, but we're really busy throughout the week, you know, Tuesdays, Thursdays. So Monday, Wednesdays, whenever the time would fit, um, since I was the manager and a player, I would go discord, you know, either the and, you know, try to find somebody willing to scrimmage with us in uh, you know, like an actually competitive match where we, had, we were trying to win. So, um, that would, we, you know, you'd get home from school, you eat something, then you, that would be like the practice. That's what the scrimmage is. So we would have practice maybe probably once or twice a week, twice a week when we had like tournament stuff. It just really was based off of our schedule, like how free and how open our schedule was at the time. Cause some, some weeks we didn't even practice like finals week. We didn't yeah. practice. Like, you know, we don't have time to, you know, practice video games when we have school, but sometimes we do. So, um, with our tournament schedules, we were in a few different tournaments. Um, the tournaments are based off of, you know, like your rank in the game. So teams overall rank average would go into where you're placed in a tournament and what tournaments you could actually join. So we, there's a lot of like, which are fun. Uh, a lot of the time they're free. Um, they're like to get, um, I think they're to get for the actual like league that's making it, right? So they yep. like give like a hundred dollar prize to the number one team you can just join that with some friends if you want and play with those but those are out there like you know all the time but some of the tournaments that we joined was um there's an upsurge tournament which is really big and uh, i can't remember the specific name of another one but basically once a week we would have a tournament match and it would be you know scheduled 
roughly on a Saturday night, but you were able to talk with the other captain and be like, hey, we're not free uh, this day. Are you able to you know, work around that? And then most people are flexible to change, you know, when you play the game. So it'd be like once a week during like the tournament time, it'd be like once a week tournament game and probably once a week scrimmage, maybe two uh, during like the finals, finals of the tournament week. Gotcha. Gotcha. Very cool. So obviously flexibility was key and it sounds like that's what you guys were able to conform to based on school schedules, obviously, and then getting everybody together. That's, that's fantastic. Scrim wise, competition wise, who are some of your biggest rivals? Uh, Or at least who you like to play against. We, yeah. (laughs) We had one tournament. We haven't, we didn't play college tournament because we've, uh, I made the team right after the cutoff. So mm-hmm. it kind of got a little messed up, but I know Illinois is a big rival um, within the league community. I'm pretty sure. But gotcha. one of the teams uh, that we played against, so we named ourselves uh, as the C team or the third team as uh, Interts United because it's like I- IU. Mm-hmm. And so that's, <laughs> it was like a play on words, but that was fun. And we played against a team in the tournament and their name was Jet Black Clover. And they were the only team that gave us trouble and they were the ones who won it. We got second. And yeah, they, they beat us in the finals, but they were, we actually, um, we're going to scrimmage them after the tournament just for fun. Like they're just, you know, you make connections through the tournaments. Like not only are you competing against these people, but they can actually turn out to be your friends later on. No, no doubt about it. Again, it's such a huge community. It's unbelievable. And it's growing literally every single year that the connections you can make are just vast. Um, Talk a little bit about, what you'd like to see if we were to fast forward going into next fall, next spring, and let's hope everyone's safe and everyone's able to get back to some sense of normalcy within their lives. Um, What would you like to see within your program in general uh, over that time frame? Um, I think what would be really cool in college at least is to have like esports be a letter sport. And that would Mm -hmm. mean that like there was actually somebody hired to recruit if that makes sense because it's actually a massive industry and people don't understand how big it is yet because it's new but it's actually you know billions and billions of dollars like it's not gonna leave anytime soon it's gonna keep growing and keep getting uh bigger and the you know the college tournaments the college teams continue to get bigger like iu had one team a few years ago and now we have four or three right now just for league and we actually have a few players that um, graduated and then went to uh, academy. So mm-hmm. academy for league is like uh, uh, I don't. I was trying to get it in basketball terms, but I can't <laughs> think about it. But it's just like the C league for basketball, where you play before you go into the NBA. It's basically gotcha. what it is. Yeah, so they're the playing in the academy to uh, see. If, yeah, yeah, the G league, so that they can get recruited um, to uh, LCS, which is like you know the big boy league, yes. NBA. Yep. So there's like there's a lot of people everywhere who are just really good at the game and just having a place that they can you know actually show that and grow and make friends while doing it I think is important which I think um would be cool like I said for colleges to make it a letter sport just because colleges can make money off of it you know like they Mm -hmm. could turn it into a business and then students can also benefit because they can get scholarships for being good at games when they are yeah no doubt well you said the key word there you 
you can make money at it. And trust me when I tell you, sooner or later, the colleges will wake up to that, I think, and figure out a way. It is tough. There are so many governing bodies, whether it's NACE, TESPA, whatever, uh, CSL. Mm. There are so many different hands in the cookie jar right now because everybody realizes how big this can be. Hopefully, to your point, though, I do, that's a whole separate podcast we can talk about probably forever. To find a governing body over all of college esports, I think, would be critical um, to expand the growth and also put some stability within the rules and foundations and everything else. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and I, I definitely can understand and see that. So, hopefully, that does occur. Talk about the interest level. Now, you mentioned there's 40,000 students. You talked about league teams. I'm sure there's other teams as well, and I know you're not 100% familiar mm-hmm. with all of them. But in terms of rough size of that organization, and again, not looking for exact numbers, but what's yeah, the interest yeah. level like? I think the interest level is um, – it's, it's a decent size. I think it's a few hundred in the gaming club. Now, people at the meetings probably be – a hundred, but like with the event that is, uh, you know, where everyone gets together and you can bring your uh, PlayStation, Xbox, you can bring your computers and there's like prizes and tournaments. Um, at events like that, I think there's probably 200 people that show up and it's kind of like an all night event. So yeah, I, there's, there's a few hundred people in the gaming club for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Now, obviously parents love to hear about what type of balance you, you're able to put in with your studies, academics, as well as being part of the club and gaming and everything else. Talk a little bit about that as you go through your course curriculum with school. And then obviously you have stuff with the club and a number of events and practices, even though, again, we kind of got shut down early. How is that balance? Is it really hard to juggle? Not so hard? What's your day-to-day like? Yeah. Um, it's not that hard, honestly. Like with the whole pandemic happening, it got a lot harder because hmm. – uh, I like to study, you know, in the library at school. That was my, I had, you know, my study spot. I had my study floor where nobody was and I was able to, you know, get all my work done and do everything right. But then uh, when everything stopped, I just, you know, sat in my room all day. Right. So it's obviously a little harder when that happens, but when things are normal, it's honestly not that bad because you're at school. um, You can find places that you like to work at. And even if you work um, at home, as long as you find that balance, right. Like, just be okay we're gonna practice you know one to two times a week and then the other days i'm gonna you know study and do what i have to do for school like honestly college isn't that much different than high school which is what people don't understand the only difference is you don't have people telling you what you need to be doing you just have to find like (laughs) that's the only difference with college and high school the work's not harder you know ap classes in high school are just as hard as college classes at least for the first two years obviously it's going to get harder but you know, I've made it through so far with, you know, AB average playing video games. It's not, it's just finding ways to balance it yourself. Yeah. I think it's the most important part. No doubt. My, uh, Max, as a parent, I can tell you, we're going to clip that last quote that high school and college <laughs> are about the same. It's just a matter of, you know, putting in that same type of effort because no one's telling you what to do. So for all those parents that are constantly saying, <laughs> we're laying the foundation for you so that when you're away, you're doing it right. There you go. You just hit it on the nail. Very good. Um, Well, we are actually just about up on time. So Max, first off, again, we sincerely appreciate you coming in to stay plugged in and taking a little bit of time just to give us a little bit of insight on your day-to-day. Obviously, you're early on still in your college career. Hopefully next year, as I mentioned, things will get a little bit back 
to normal for you and, and you'll continue to progress and go from there. We would love to circle back with you, uh, keep you yeah, in the loop as sure. to what we have going on, but obviously follow up with what's going on with you. So we'll definitely reach back out. But if there's more and more kids doing it the way you're doing it, then I think the esports space is headed in a good direction. So again, appreciate you. Stay safe. And we'll definitely connect again soon. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. You got it. All of you guys watching, thank you so much for staying plugged in. Enjoyed the pin. I hope you enjoyed the spin cast and we'll touch base the next time. Thank you.